Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Boot Camp. Chodesh Tov. I'm recording this year in Yerushalayim Mira Kodesh, and it'll be a bit shorter than usual, but hopefully you'll have some great ideas for the month of Adar, a little bit of Purim, as well as Parshas Bikude as we finish Sefer Shemos. You know, one of the communities that has a long history of Hasidus in the Ukraine that is so much in the news today is Baditchev. So I wanted to start with something in the Kedusha HaLevi on Purim. Next week, Bezrat Hashem will have an entire boot camp dedicated to Purim. But he points to the famous Gemara, Meseches Megillah. The Gemara says that there was a concern to establish a Chag of Purim. And Esther had a lobby for it. The way that Esther was able to lobby for it was by connecting it to Pesach. If you're going to have a Chag for the people being emancipated, then Kavachomer Chag being saved from death to life. What the Chacham were concerned about was the prohibition of Bantos of adding to it. Now, the Kedushas Halevi brings up a question. If you want to connect Purim and Pesach thematically, then why not just remember Purim on Pesach? You know, like Tishabov, we have many t- tragic events we have. So we could have Pesach and we could include, during Pesach, we could include Purim. In fact, there is a minhag to have a Sudas Esther on Pesach, which is because that was when the fast day actually took place. So the Baditshava explains very simply. When Esther says, Kavuni Lodoros, establish me for generations, what she was saying is not establish me, but establish lo yichlo hanes shalab Pesach. The miracle of Purim is so unique that it can't be consumed in Pesach. Thematically, it's true that both are about salvation, but a whole month, Asher Nehepach, that was turned from what could have been genocide to redemption, that needs its own holiday. And I think a takeaway point from that is you have to appreciate every moment and every event of salvation. And you had many communities that were saved at different times of Jewish history. You could look into Jewish history books and they would have their own, they called it Purim, even if it wasn't actually Purim. It didn't take on all the halachas. It didn't have its own Megillah reading. But Purim is not just an alternative to Pesach. There's a thematic connection, but it's different. The second idea I wanted to share with you, and I actually shared this when I got together with the kids who were learning in Eretz Yisrael this year, the kids from our show. We had a beautiful gathering. And we met on Rosh Chodesh Adar. And I told them, what's the definition of Simcha? I asked them that question, what's the definition of Simcha? And now we're really getting into intense Simcha and Adar Sheni. We had a double dose this year, Baruch Hashem with Adar Rishon, but now we're getting closer to Purim, we're really feeling the Simcha. So there's an obvious definition of Simcha, which is we call entertaining ourselves, enjoying ourselves. Ain't Simcha We know on Purim, we have Suda and Mishta. That is one type of simcha. And obviously we direct it to Hashem. The Rambam tells us that's not enough. 
Perik Vav from the Rambam. Here's our Rishon. Perik Vav, the Rambam tells us in Hilchas Yom Tov that if we have Simcha and we only share it with our own family members, that's not called sharing. That's Simcha's Kreso. That's Simcha of the belly. It's such a perfect application during this month when we share our Simcha with others, whether it's Mishlach Manos, especially Matanos Lev Yonim, which is meant to be food that is going to be able to help people get through in a joyous way. But there is a different definition of simcha, an additional definition. They're not mutually exclusive. And this is pointed out by Rabbi Soloveitchik a number of times. The simcha of being in the presence of Hashem. The simcha of having the proximity as close as possible to the base Hamikdash. And even in Chutzlar, it's the simcha of being in a Mikdash Ma'at. The simcha of calmness, of knowing that with all the challenges in the world, we're standing in the presence of the Rabbana Shalom. And the Rav points out that so many times in the Torah where you see the term simcha, in close proximity you'll see Lefnei Hashem. So we hope that this is a month of Adar B'Simcha, both smachot. And we could join these two smachot together. The simcha of physical joy, sharing with others, and of course, closer, getting closer to the Rebbe Shalom. I want to leave you something with Pasha's Bakud Day. You know, Moshe Rabbeinu blesses the Jewish people for a job well done. That's in this week's parsha, as Chazal point out. They completed, as we pointed out last week in this year, not every building plan comes to completion. And it was done with integrity. It was done with passion. Chazak, chazak, v'nis chazek is what we say at the end of every Sefer. But I wanted to give a specific explanation as it applies to Sefer Shemos. You know, the Bear Moshe points out that we really should say chazak, chazak, chazak when you finish a Sefer to remind us that this is Torah that the Rebbeinu Shalom gave to Moshe, and you do a gematria, you'll check it out. Chazak, 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 it's Moshe. But really, I would ask another question. Why don't we say Mazel Tov? Chazak is a sign of you need chizuk. Chazak v'yamatz is what Moshe says to Yeshua when he's feeling vulnerable to lead the Jewish people. What I would suggest is we are trying to strengthen our fellow Jews. Maybe you didn't finish the Sefer. Maybe you are right now not feeling the same connection to the Rebona Shalom that I am. Maybe you're not having the same success in your business life. But we're together in shul. I'm celebrating. And I want you to celebrate with me. And if it's not for this time, then for the next time. Chazak, chazak, v'nit chazak. We all should be able to be mechazak each other. And we can explain every Sefer uniquely. But look at Sefer Shemos. It started with promise all the tribes together, it's true as in Gullus. It went into a terrible descent into Mitzrayim, but then it went up. Things are not linear. And they had the Egel, but then there was the Mishkan. And finally we say to each other, Chazak, Chazak, Venez Chazak, we should always find the strength within the community to give each other Chizak. So as we finish Pasha's Bakude, and especially because of the leap year, We've spent so many weeks on it. We should appreciate how a Mishkan, a Migdash Ma'at, Beit Knesset, is a place not only for the strong, 
but for those that are feeling weak, to get strength from each other, and of course, in the presence of the Rebbeinu Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.